Hi, thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast, where it is time for us to steal away and be fed by God. Now, if you want to tune in to any of our virtual Bible studies, you can by logging on to stolenlunches.org. But for right now, let's dive in. Let's officially welcome you guys to our co-ed Bible study. Tonight is joy versus happiness. What's the difference? Do you have it? And if you don't, how can you get it? Um, my name is Jacinda. I like to co-lead with um, my girl, my sister in Christ, one of my best friends, and she's also my business partner, Melody McCord-Stevens. We both run a business called Uniquely Qualified, and it's all about purpose, finding your purpose, activating your purpose. But we met serving. We met leading Bible study. We met um, volunteering for Christ. And then it blossomed into just a phenomenal relationship. And now we get to do life together. And another key fact about Melody, we're neighbors. <laughs> we're neighbors. So we work out together. We do everything. We know so much about each other. And she has a beautiful daughter um, named Skylar. So, you know, we've just kind of been doing life together. But Mel, thank you so much for leading Bible study. I'm going to get out the way and let you do what you do. Awesome. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, um, kudos to Jacinda. It's so funny because that was the thing I was going to say. Like, you know, we met leading Bible study. We met doing a lot of different things, but then we became neighbors. And the funny fact is we're neighbors and we're close for like five minutes, but we were going to be like 10 seconds apart. There was a house that came available right next door to them. And I was like, I don't know if I could do it. Like, I don't know if I could like be in my bathroom and look out the door and see her and no offense, Ty, on the patio doing, I don't know, like, I don't know. So, um, you know, God has just been faithful because one of the things I remember praying years and years ago, like, God, I just want to meet some dope people, some dope women, some dope men, some people that my husband and I, at the time, we didn't have a daughter, we could just relate to that love Jesus, that love Christ but also that we could do life with. And I'll be honest, this community has been an answered prayer. So if you're new for the first time, like let us let us know, like type in the chat or put a hands up, do a thumbs up and let us know if you're new. How did you find out about Stolen Lunches? Because when Jacinda mentioned earlier, what you put into this community is what you get out of it. I kid you not, there's been relationships restored. There's been businesses built. There's been prayers answer there's been so many things marriage um marriage yeah, marriages married. relationships i mean you name it like it has been in this community so we're so grateful that you're here we don't take that for we don't take that for granted and uh we know that you're here for a reason and so tonight like jacinda said um when i talked to her earlier last week when we we're like what is god really laying on our heart for bible study joy versus happiness came to me and I was like, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the difference between the two. And really, God led me on a journey of joy. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And I love the fact that our icebreaker was find something that brings you joy. Because here's what that looked like. One of the main things is I was hearing people talk today and share, or this evening rather, about joy, was they talked about laughter. They talked about smiling. They talked about you know, this is, this is what happens. And I could just see the smiles on the face. And so I'm actually going to play the song at some point throughout the evening, Kurt Franklin smiles. So if you guys are familiar with that song, um, I see some of you guys nodding your head. Yes, we're going to have activity. And during that time, I want you to just smile. I want you to just think about 
the joy of the Lord. And so this is going to be fairly interactive. I'm going to talk a little bit and then we're going to open the floor. We're going to have moments where you can unmute the line, you can share. So please feel free to do that. Like this is what this is all about. It's not one of those times where we come and the teacher just talks. It's one of those times where we're going to interact. And so um, for those of you that have your Bible or you have your phone, I actually have both tonight. Like I have my, my Bible Bible. And then I have my phone, of course, along with my journal. So I will share my thing that brings me joy. So I grab a picture um, of my family. So it's my husband and my daughter. She is 17 months. And guys, I'll be honest. Um, you talk about joy. She is the joy that I never knew that I had on the inside of me. Um, we do affirmations every single day. And some of the affirmations that we say are, I am confident, I am kind, I am loving, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, my voice is to be heard, I am courageous. And so as we begin to go over those affirmations, like I said, she's getting into 17 months and here's what I realized. When I talk about she has a voice, <laughs> she's to be heard. When I talk about she is confident, I share she knows her purpose, she knows what she wants, she goes after it pray for me <laughs> because those are the things that are happening. Like she's starting to walk in those things. And so I'm like, God, this is new to me. Like, how do I parent a child who I want to have all of those things, but I want her to be obedient. So pray that I have the joy of the Lord, even in parenting. And so we're going to jump right into it tonight. Um, the scripture. So if someone wants to grab this while I'm talking a little bit, it's going to be Nehemiah 8 and 10. And I was like, where is Nehemiah? It's in the Old Testament. Um, you know, it's like, it's in the Old Testament. Let's just say that. So if you need to find it, go ahead and find it. And then I'll ask someone if they want to unmute and read, but it's going to be Nehemiah 8 and 10. And then that's going to take us right into like the activities and all the conversations. So does someone have that and they want to read it? I also have it, of course, but I want to give someone the opportunity. I'll read. Awesome. Then he said unto them, is it just 10? Yep. Yep. Then he said unto them, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither by ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that is the KJV. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And so, you know, of course, when I, when I read that verse, and I'm going to give you guys some, some background on the chapter, but when I read just that verse alone, I was like, drink the sweet. What is that? <laughs> like, what is drink the sweet? Um, immediately, I started thinking about wine. I started thinking about sweet drinks. I started thinking about things that sometimes we probably shouldn't have Ashley I know you had the workout band so you're like no to the sweet drinks no to the one, all those things right um and then he started talking about choices of food and one of the things that I've been just really dissecting recently and I when I say recently I mean over the last seven plus days is our body being a temple and what does that really look like in the presence of God and so he said and since some of those who have nothing prepared this day is holy um, to our Lord, do not grieve. And so I started thinking about joy. And of course it ends with, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I thought about just over the last few 
you know, months, every single thing that's been going on. And so how do we find joy? How do we not grieve with some of everything that's going on in the world? Some of us, you know, we've lost family members. We've lost, we've lost friends. We've lost jobs. We've lost money. We've lost a lot of different things. But how do we really pull joy out of that? And what is the joy of the Lord? Like, when things happen that we don't understand, stand, stand, when, when people they go through hardship and hard times, how do you really find joy when people, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I have joy, but you're not happy. You have joy, even in the midst of a storm or a circumstance or a situation, like how do you really pull that out? And so I want to dig a little deeper into what this verse, what this chapter is all about. And so what is the joy of the Lord? The joy of the Lord is talking about when Ezra was reading the law to the people, it produced sorrow. It produced hardship um, because their lives and their behavior was not in alignment with the law. And the law was simply doing God's word. It was doing his will. It was doing the, thing, it was doing the things according to the word of God, right? And I wanted to extract this one word that I thought was so important, alignment. Because when we are not in proper alignment with every single thing that God wants us to do, and, and when I say every single thing, don't get me wrong, I like to follow the 80-20 rule if you guys are familiar with that. Like when I, so when I say every, it's one of those things where I'm saying, when you're not in alignment and proper positioning, it hinders things, but think about it on the flip side. When you're in alignment, things simply flow. So ask yourself the question, you know, I think alignment and I simply think first things first, God, family, friends, relationships, business work, slash business work, that type of thing, right? So ask yourself the question, are you currently in alignment with what it is that you're purposed and you're called to do right now? Because when you're not, that's when the strife can happen. That's when, you know, the unhappiness occurs. That's when you feel a certain type of way because you're not in alignment with what it is that God has for you to do. And it can be challenging for you to find joy in that. So I was looking up alignment and I was like, what does it mean to have alignment God's way? So think about that question as well. Like God's perfect alignment for your life what does that really look like and I began to think about joy again and I began to think about happiness and I said okay God and I want you to think about this because this is going to lead into the exercise that we have what truly brings you joy I know we took 60 seconds and we grabbed something maybe it was close to us you know maybe it was the food maybe it was our family but when you sit in that what brings you utter joy when life is hard when you get a negative report when you get laid off when something tragic happens in your life where do you pull joy from and I'm going to actually give you at the very end areas for you to be able to pull joy because it's already in you like the joy of the Lord is already in you so it says what does it mean to be in alignment with God it is when our hearts are right with God, where our spirit, souls, and body work collectively together in peace and harmony. Um, we're three parts, we are three parts being, and we know that that spirit, soul, and body. 
When we are in alignment with God, the spirit rules the soul and our body. So I thought that was also so powerful. And so I'm going to go back into the chapter, going back to the scripture, because basically it talked about how our behavior had to be in alignment with the law, right? But instead, instead of God rebuking and condemning them, what he did was he instructed them to celebrate. Um, celebrate because the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? And why wouldn't God want us to celebrate? And so how often do you do things in your life and we take it so minimal and we take it so for granted that we don't choose to celebrate? So I wanna encourage you tonight to celebrate your wins. That's an area where you can find joy even in the smallest things. So one of my areas, for instance, was I've been really, really hard on myself. Um, Jacinda would tell you, like, we used to go hard working out all the time. Like, I mean, we used to do it on a consistent, when you said five days a week, I was like, yes, to five days a week. That was me. And then it just, I went through a season. I actually fractured my ankle um, and then I got pregnant. And then from there, it was just like, whatever. And so I noticed not only did that occur, but also um, life just happened, right? And I started being hard on myself. And so recently I just made the decision, I'm just gonna take it one day at a time. So what does one day at a time in certain situations right now look like for you where you can celebrate a win? And what does celebration look like? Maybe it's that um, nothing but butt cake. <laughs> Maybe it's you taking a moment and just going for a walk and having some fun and having some fresh air for yourself. And that's you celebrating that win. And that's the opportunity for you to just simply walk in gratitude and have joy and peace and clarity in those moments. So I thought about it. And when it said, instead of God rebuking them, instead of him saying, you know what, you have sorrow, you have grief, all of those types of things. What he did was he said, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate you because the children of Israel uh, were never known for perfect behavior. So God isn't asking us to be perfect. He's just asking us to show up, to be ourselves, to be open and honest and give it to him. They were known for being the people of God. So how do people know you right now? Did they know you um, in a business sector and you just allow your light to shine no matter what's going on? Did they know you for your work? Did they know you um, for being a Christian? Did they know you as a mom? Did they know you um, as a friend like Steph? I know Steph as a prayer warrior. Um, how do you know people? But then also ask yourself, how do you want to be known? How do you want to be known? It says the children of Israel, the children of Israel were never known for their perfect behavior. They were known for being people of God. They were his. He loved them. So God loves us no matter what. He knows us no matter what situation we're in, no matter where we are, what's going on, he knows us. His people had been separated from him in exile for years and they were finally united. God has his beloved people back. And so therefore it was joy. So the joy of the Lord gives us strength um, for it gives us provision. It gives us love and salvation. So let's jump into it. So that's kind of me. I know I just kind of talked about a lot of different things. So if you've caught yourself in a season 
of disappointment or struggles, or maybe you've just been battling with joy. Think about when we just did that exercise, how simple it was for you to find something that brought you joy, right? And so laughter. So at one point, studies showed that laughter, it was one of those things where the body could not tell the difference between real laughter and fake laughter. Because what did it do? It released the endorphins in your body and it does a lot of different things. So I'm gonna actually have someone find the scripture that talks about laughter is good for the soul. So look up that scripture, find it really quickly. Um, in addition to that, you've likely heard the old, the old antonym laughter is like the best medicine. This happens and comes from the Bible. So I know where that scripture is. So I'm just kind of having you, you find it really quickly. Um, it's true. A merry heart really does a spirit, soul, and body like medicine. It is good for you. Does anyone have the scripture if you want to read it? Keep looking for it. So when you have it, just kind of like pop on. And I'll be honest, Google is like our best friend. When you're looking for a scripture, honestly, just Google it. Like Google, laughter is good for the soul, scripture, etc. Um, and if it takes a few minutes, I'll kind of tell you guys what it is. So here's the deal. There is a spiritual, emotional, and physical benefits to joy and laughter. Science has proven with the Bible tells us to laugh. It's good for us. It's good for our health. Laughter reduces stress. So if you're feeling stress, just laugh. And when I say laugh, I mean fake laugh. I do this with my daughter every single day. You will notice uh, when you guys have the opportunity to meet her, she's not here, I would bring her in. She and I could literally start laughing right now and you would think it's the most hilarious thing. It started with my sister and now she can just laugh like this um, because it's good for her. It is good. It is like medicine for the soul. Um, laughter reduces stress. Um, like I said, it fights against depression and sorrow. So in a time like I talked about, especially such as this, fighting against depression and sorrow, and this is biblical. This isn't something that's made up. This is us pulling and extracting this from the word of God. Um, it also fosters a positive outlook on life and it puts things in perspective and all around it makes it a really good move. Laughter also lowers blood pressure. Hello to high blood pressure. Uh, it impacts your cells in your body preventing disease and setting you up for a long and strong life. So someone found it. It is actually Proverbs 17 and 22. So if someone wants to find that and read it, that will be absolutely awesome. And then we're going to do a brief exercise. So it is Proverbs 17 and 22. I'm going to read sorry. it. Sorry. Sorry. Asia, you want to take it? Okay, sure. So I'm reading from the Amplified version and it reads, a happy heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. So that's 17 through 22. You want to expound on that? Do you have anything you want to share? Or does anyone want to expound on that? I, I do love to laugh and you're right. It releases the endorphins. It just makes you feel good. Um, my ex to expound on this for me would mean that, um, when you're happy, um, it's it's really like healing. It's healing, but when you're sad, you get into like a depression and you get sad and you get down and you just kind of seize up. You know how, you know, when you're feeling dark, you don't want to do anything, you know? So it's 
it's harmful to the body. So laughter is better for the body. It just puts you in a, a great mood all around. Even when you're joking around, like you said, you and your daughter, my daughter and I can do the same thing. We can just look at each other and just bust out like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Anyone else want to expound on laughter being good for the soul? You want to share? If not, that is totally fine. Oh, someone else? Did I see someone else on mute? I'll, I'll say something. I mean, it just feels so good to get a good laugh, like a good one that, that makes you cry. Or like, I like to say, I'll, I'll pee on myself sometimes. I laugh so hard. And I do. I, I'm not ashamed to say it. Okay. All right. I do. But like, we went to a Super Bowl event, not an event, but like uh, someone had something at their house and it was like the first time I've been out in ages. I was like so excited to go somewhere and we're on the rooftop. And I'm gonna tell y'all something funny that happened. Um, the, the roof, the guy had a jacuzzi. So it's cold in Charlotte. So we're like by the heaters or whatever with like our coats on and there's a jacuzzi with like hot, hot water or whatever. And out of nowhere, we look over and these three like beautiful babes like come out with like thong bikinis on, right? And I kind of want to like cover my husband's eyes a little bit, but I was just, I'm looking too. I'm looking, he's looking, we're all looking and like they go to get in the jacuzzi. And then out of nowhere, my husband starts to take off his shoes and take off his coat and everything like he was going to get in. And I fell out. I laughed so hard. Like, where do you think you're going? Because you ain't getting in that jacuzzi. You can't even swim. It was so funny. And we laughed and we both looked at each other and we're just like, man, that felt so good. We haven't done that in a long time. So it's just one of the, it just feels good. So that did feel like medicine, like something that my body, something that my soul needed. And so I try, I think we all should try to get a good laugh in at least once a day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep. Every day. And that's funny that you say that because that's what I talk about. Um, every day anyone anyone else want to share really quickly well for me um melody i work a very stressful job um i work for um a, an attorney um here in la um and we have seven different offices and he and i run eight businesses for him outside of that and it's very stressful every day you never know what's going to happen what's going on we have about 250 lawyers that work for our law firm so he's the managing partner so I'm always under stress, under pressure. It's always, and there's times when I find myself, I just walk away and I just pull, I'll just print an email and I'll just go, what are you thinking? And I'll just laugh at people and go, okay, you know what? I just had to laugh at this because I don't understand what you're even going through. So sometimes um, when I'm stressed, I just print out what it is that I'm stressed about and I'll go walk in another room and I'll just look at it and just laugh at these people or leave the meeting and I'll laugh at them. You know, I'll be right back, excuse me for a second. And I'll excuse myself and I'll just go in the other room, close my door and just laugh and just go, you know what, God, thank you so much. And just thank, thank you, thank you for common sense. I'm gonna go back now. Thank you for my common sense. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you said, you know, you just laugh. It's almost like the laughter releases, right? You're like, I laugh and I release it. I let it go. It, you're not harboring it. You're not going to hold on to it. You're like, I refuse to allow them to take my joy. So I'm going to laugh about it and be good. I love how, that. And that's how I am. Like, even like with relationships with friends, my family, 
Like, you know, people are so like tense and, you know, life is too short. We only mm-hmm. have one life, it, make the best out of it. And at the end of the day, well, are we going to spend it arguing and fighting and doing all of that? Once I say what I have to say, you said what you have, I'm done. Conver- like conversations over. If you want to keep going, that's fine. Spend your time, but I'm not going to spend my time. I've already said it. We're done with it and we're, mo- we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> so I love it. I love, love, love that. I think someone else is going to share. Um, I see oh, them. I was going to say something, Melody, whenever. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say that I was that kid growing up that was like the automatic cheerleader. Like I had joy early on and I remember being teased about it all the time. Like people would be like, what's wrong with her? Is she on crack? Or, you know, if I'm, it's too early in the morning for that. So I remember, you know, being that person coming up and I didn't really understand that it was joy at that time because. Because I didn't have to do the other things that people had to do to get happy. I didn't have to drink to have a good time. I didn't have to, you know, do drugs to, you know, get through. I just automatically had this natural optimism, you know, and I thought for a while I was going to be a comedian because I was like, I loved, you know, to laugh. I love to have a good time. Um, and that just wasn't in the cards for me. Kevin Hart took it. Um, but I did also learn that that's my superpower. So I'm an encourager. God Mm -hmm. allows me to encourage other people. And so what I do with that laughter and that joy is I spread that joy. I turn on the light for people, you know, if they're going through something, you know, I'll find something, um, to uh encourage them about or i'll be like oh just send a yes hair yes you serving hair today you know and so just to get them to smile and um whatever and then i'll go ahead and they're like really like yeah like and when i say um to women hey beautiful like i really mean it like i think that you're beautiful i can find something beautiful in each one of the women that are on here today so I thank God for that gift and for helping me and then allowing me to see that in younger people because I work with a lot of younger people and I have had employees like myself you know who are no matter what time of the day it is she's all over the place or he's all over the place and I can see the side eyes that the other kids get them like oh my god you suck ups or you know things of that nature but really it is a joy it is a joy um that God give that the world can't take away so I thank him for the gift and I'm so glad you ended with that because immediately I thought about that. Like, it's the joy that you have. The world didn't give it. For those of you that like super, super churchy and the world can't take it away, right? Like, um, I don't even know. Is that a song? I don't know if that's a song or not, but I know it's the saying. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. This joy that I have. Um, and so that is so powerful. I love that you're an encourager. I love, love, love. So I would encourage you to make sure you're using the group me. Uh, we're all about encouraging. We're all about uplifting and, you know, promoting and sharing. So when God drops something in your spirit, when he drops something in your spirit and you know it's a word for him, if you have an encouragement, feel free to use, use, use the group me. That's what it's there for. That is what this community is all about. Um, I'll be honest, Steph sent me a prayer today. 
and she sent it to me personally through a text message and it just warm and touched my heart like no other so thank you Steph I wanted to publicly thank you as well um, and, and I know the power of that because I believe that you you reap what you sow, right? And so you never know when you're sending that encouraging word, how it's going to bless someone else. Because a lot of times we sow seed and we don't know exactly how that harvest is going to come back. But by you, Decor, spreading the joy, um, spreading that encouraging word, it could be exactly what that person needs in that moment, um, in, in that very, very moment. So anyone else want to share? anyone else I, i'll go and i'm sorry I, my camera is off i'm i'm actually at my parents house in new jersey and i'm in my old childhood room and i do not want you guys to see <laughs> that, so. let us see that room no 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 that would be a, that would be a lot of laughter i'm sure but, <laughs> but, but yes. i just wanted to let us see that poster of new edition don't do it let us see it girl <laughs> new edition bobby brown yeah yes please show us please <laughs> no please. no 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 i can't i can't i'm too embarrassed but i just wanted to say that i also think joy laughter is infectious and um and, and, a, and a lot of times i think you know i also work in i work for the federal government which the, this last four years has been <laughs> truly a challenge i work for um a very conservative you know regardless of your po politics a very conservative agency and there was a lot of things that i felt like you know because you're trying to be a professional you're trying to hold your tongue and you can't say and i will tell you that even in the most tense situations i found that stepping outside and just pulling up youtube or pulling up TikTok and finding like crazy things that made me laugh and brought joy, changed the atmosphere, not just for me, but going back into the space where it could have been, you know, contentious and just a tense environment. Um, that shift in the atmosphere that you had because you've gone out and found and were intentional, I would have to say, about finding joy and creating laughter or creating a space where you can find your peace again, going back into that environment, even if it was a tense environment prior to that, that's infectious. And people pick up on it when it's genuine. So I, I just, I'm always encouraging people. I know, you know, social media is, some people love it, some people hate it, but I think there is good there. And if you can hone in on the good and find the things that make you laugh, there's, I don't know if anyone else has seen it, but there's this guy, he plays his music and he points and then words come up as he's pointing. And it's just like little funny things, funny sayings. And I don't know, same as Jacinta, I like almost pee myself, I'm laughing so hard. And it just, it changes my feelings, my emotions about whatever it was that I was going through and everyone that is around me in that space, just naturally because it's a genuine change in me, it becomes a genuine change in them. So I think joy and laughter is very infectious. And when we, um, when we, when, when we make the time to be intentional about making sure we hold on to it, it passes on to other people, so. Yeah, that is so beautiful because one of the things that I caught out of what you're saying is, you know, joy and laughter is contagious um, and it shifts the atmosphere. I'll never forget walking into a Stolen Lunches live event and Jacinda and Fly Tie were leading at the moment. And I believe we were doing I Am's and it just came out of me in that moment. And I said, I am an atmosphere changer. And it was just like, wow, I never said that ever, 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 ever. And so it's so powerful that you said that because I'm like, laughter is an atmosphere changer. It is contagious. Like people just embrace and love being around you when you laugh and you have joy. 
um, on a continuous basis. So keep that in mind. I know a lot of times people, um, I know in this season, um, I've had people come to me and they said, I'm praying for a friend, a close friend, someone that I can confide in, have, you know, relationships with. And laughter is good for that because you want to attract not only the people that will pour and sow into you and check you when you know you out of pocket, but you want people that you can laugh with and have fun with and do those things with. So thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. We have we have time for one more um, really, really quick. So anyone else want to share? I'll share. Um, I have learned to, as I've gotten older, um, I've learned to laugh at myself, especially when I make mistakes. Um, like, you know, I misspell something in an email or um, I say something, you know, off at work instead of me feeling real embarrassed or, you know, being hard on myself in that moment. Um, laughing at myself really helps to break the ice and, and you know, and keep me in a good place. Um, it helps me to get over my mistake quicker, but as well, it allows other people to see you're human and gives them, you know, an opportunity um, to feel more relaxed too. Um, so it's not so tense. So learn to laugh at yourself, even when you make a mistake, make a joke out of it. Um, you know, say, I'm sorry too. be humble about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, learning to laugh at yourself helps to ease the, the room altogether. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Um, so tonight I want us to do joy jars. Um, and that can look different. It doesn't have to be necessarily in a jar, but what we're going to do is we're going to do joy scriptures. And so I want you to think about, because one of the things that I want everyone to realize is however you're feeling, it is simply a feeling. But when you can feel that feeling with the word of God, that's how you maintain joy. You simply maintain joy by using the word of God, his scriptures, and you speak that over your life. One of the things that we talk about in Uniquely Qualified, which is, you know, the business that Jacinda and I, we work with is we walk you through a purpose journey. And one of the first questions we talk about and one of the first questions we ask is, where are you on your joy meter? What does that look like? Are you volunteering? Are you doing things that simply bring you joy? No matter what. We have people that come to us and they feel lost. They feel confused. They're like, I think I'm walking in my purpose, but there's a God component. I have an amazing job and I love what I do, but I know that there's more. And we always direct them to joy. Not happiness, you know, the external, but the internal things that simply bring you joy. I want to share Psalms 51 and 12. Give me again the joy that comes from your salvation and make me willing to obey you. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else? I want to mention um, it's Janilia. Janila. Uh, uh, Janila. If she don't want to mention it, I have to mention it because it's that good. But Job 821, she dropped in. Um, if you guys think about the story of Job, Job had everything taken from him, like his kids, his stuff, his flock, his money, his everything. He tore his clothes off. He had nothing. And so just for anyone that's on right now, who's feeling like they're in such a horrible season, who has so much taken from them, 
people taken from them, jobs taken from them, money taken from them. This, this scripture right here, Job 8, 21, he will once again, fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Know that, hold on to that. And I love that Melody said, feelings can flee, you know, they can come and go. But when you have that feeling, pair it with the, the word of God, what the word is saying. And the word right here is saying, you will once again, smile again. You will once again, have laughter again. You will once again, have joy in your, in your soul. Everything, everything is a season. And it makes me think of something I saw on Instagram that said, someone had posted something on, on Twitter and said, Last week, I was so depressed. I thought of taking my own life. But this week, I'm so happy, uncontrollably happy. I don't even know what to do. So it just goes to show you, hold on one more day. Hold on one more day. And I just feel like maybe someone here tonight needed to hear that. Mm, that is so good. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast today. If you want to be part of our virtual Bible studies live and in person, you can tune in from anywhere every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bible study, real people, real conversation, real struggles, and real testimonies of how great our God is. Just log on to StolenLunches.org.